blouses. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 It's uh, it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, everybody's got to have something to talk about. Everybody's got to have something to write about. That's what makes the world go round. That's what makes it fun. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning. I it's excellence. And nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. And now, Brad Sinketh and Ben Milstead on WCCB 105.5 The Roar. It is June 18th. It is 2018. Safe and sound inside the Priority One Security Studios. Great to have you with us. Roy Philpott, Ben Milstead, filling in for our good friend uh, Brad Sinkiff. On an early Monday morning, sun splash in every sense of the phrase. Great to be back with you. Going to be here all week filling in for Brad. And uh, a lot to get into, as you would expect. I've got some familiar voices expected to join us today on the show. And how about just hanging out with Ben? for a couple of hours, for a couple of days this week. I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I, I don't know if we have enough time to get into everything we want to talk about today or the rest of the week. But uh, my friend, good to see you again. And, and I hope life is treated well. Hope you had a great weekend. Let me lead things off with this. The, you always have a good weekend. And it always drives me crazy. Because I don't always have great weekends. You always have great weekends. You are, Every Monday that I've ever heard you and every show that we've ever talked about, when we come back, the first thing on Monday, Ben, how was your weekend? And you look at me, oh, Roy, it was great. Brad, it was great. Quark, it was great. You always have great weekends. It's like you're just... You're blessed beyond my wildest dreams. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I wish that I could experience it like you do, that kind of great consistency. But when I ask you how your weekend was, I know how it was. It was great. It was great. See, I knew it. It's always great. Good and to even, see you. And you too. Nice to have the band back together. Yeah, why Only not? for a moment. Why not? Even if it was bad. Mondays are tough enough without some Yahoo on the radio telling people, oh, woe is me. I had a bad weekend. I didn't have to work all weekend. All right, so I really do, enjoy my weekend. But you do have bad weekends occasionally. Like you have a weekend, you're like, man, I need to do over. I, I'm glad that I'm actually out of the house or I'm glad I'm back at work. Do you, do you ever have those kinds of weekends? Every now and then. Okay. Th it's usually because I do too much and I, I, don't, I don't rest. That's, but still, if I'm doing too much, I'm doing things that I enjoy. Right. So. Yeah, like I enjoy yard work. I, I love yard work. I do. I, I love it. I love it. I can't get enough of it, as weird as that may sound. I didn't enjoy it in the heat necessarily this weekend, but I didn't enjoy it as much as normal. 
But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I, I, I love my weekends. Enjoyed Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. To you, Mr. Philpott. Thank you. I'm wearing my Father's Day getup. I today, like it. Which is, uh, it, it's kind of beachy. It's kind of easy going. It's kind of summerish. Straight off the boat right there. That's correct. But it feels great. It's nice. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed, enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed being a father. Enjoyed Father's Day. My kids. My dad. Etc. Etc. So it was good. Or, or yada yada yada. I just watched that episode on Seinfeld last night. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh man, I have been on a I've been on a Seinfeld kick, and really? I think about you every time I watch it. I appreciate that. I do. I I I, I think back to our former show open. Yeah. That had the Seinfeld reference in it. Yes. Uh, about being a chucker. Watched that one the other day. Yeah. I yes. just. I, I'll I'll watch it. I'll watch an episode, and I'll go. That's where Roy stole that from. Absolutely. I forgot. Absolutely. So yeah, all of my best material was was stolen either from Wedding Crashers or or from Seinfeld. It, it came from one or the other. I, I I don't intend to. I I don't try to pretend that I have a lot of original material, but it, it's all some kind of derivation right. of either that movie, which I watched briefly this weekend, or Seinfeld. I've been more on The Office lately as opposed to Seinfeld because I can't find the reruns as often as I used to. Yeah, well, I, I get that. The, the Office I can find on Comedy Central pretty much all afternoon long. So if I'm not doing anything, I know like around four or five o'clock, I can tune that. I can watch The Office and watch those old reruns, which I, which it's different than Seinfeld, but it's entertaining. You know, I can't find Seinfeld the way that I used to. No, it's, it's, it's kind of hit or miss. The Office on Netflix, I have one of my kids just has it on repeat all the time. The one thing about Seinfeld, like it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. And I think I shared this with you the other day. But it was. It, it's you couldn't get away with some of that subject material now because right. we're too offended, right, by everything. And it's like I'm, I was. There was one the other night. Like, there's no way you could ever say that on network television anymore. <laughs> and this, different. this was just yesterday that I'm watching this. Yeah, it wasn't. It was 20 years ago, but still, uh, yeah, it's amazing how fast things change. I don't remember. I don't remember it being that edgy back in the day. I guess because. It wasn't for the time. No doubt. No doubt. And, and these days, everything obviously is a little bit, uh, it's a little different. We're more yeah. sensitive or we're more in tune. Depends on how you want to look at it. But we'll save that conversation for another day. Phone number 654-7627. If you want to give us a buzz, go ahead and do so. Also on the Health There text line, 9861566. Was with you for a couple of shows last week, filling in for Quack and Kelly. I believe they are back today because I just saw KG run around the studio. She seemed refreshed bouncy and ready to talk about something on the air, which is generally how it works in sports talk radio, where you're ready to take a vacation. You're ready to get out of town. You're ready for a break. But then like two or three days into the vacation, something inevitably happens in the world of sports or just in general where you feel the need to get behind a microphone and to talk, you know, talk about something. Uh, you get desperate uh, for that kind of attention again. And I'll be honest with you, that really happens with me because... You know, I, I walked away from the full-time gig here basically about a year ago, and then you're good for a little while, and then something happens, and man, you're just like, I, I, you know, if I was hosting my old show, this is what I would be saying right now. And inevitably, I would take that to Twitter, I would post it there, or somebody would call me, and I would we would like host our own sports talk show on the telephone, just talking about something, because you don't have this medium to put all of your nonsense and to spew it just 
24-7 the way that we used to. And, and so in, in my wacky world and what I do, I get this hiatus in the summer where in theory, it's great because it's almost like going back to middle school. You, you go to school all, you know, all year long and you, you, know, you do all these things for like nine months or so. And then you, you get the summer off and it's this wonderful break. and You get a chance to, to recharge before you go back to the eighth grade the next year, the ninth grade the next year. And with me, it's kind of like that where this is crazy travel schedule. You call these games and then you get the summertime off. But in reality, it's like this screeching halt, this crash that hits you around three or four weeks ago. And then I'm kind of looking around the house and I've done a bunch of, you know, yard work and I've done some home improvement projects where I've done these things. I'm like, I, I got to get something done. I got to work. I got to do something. I got to get back into something. And so I sent Ben this text a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, hey, if you need me to fill in, I'll be happy to do it. Would love to do it. I, I've got some downtime on my hands. And, uh, you know, if anybody's going on a vacation, kick them out of there. I'll come in there and, and host the show for a couple of days if you need me to. And after careful consideration and talking with upper, upper management, I think uh, the call was made. Yeah, we can bring you back for a little while and we can host a couple of your little shows and we'll see what happens. But I I, I need it. Otherwise, I think I would go crazy. I would go stir crazy. Is that, is that bad? Am I a bad person where I want to work and I want to do this when I, I you know, technically I guess I don't have to or I shouldn't want to. I, I don't know. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. Oh. It, it's, it's part of life. It's we want to unplug. And I say, you know, I want to go on vacation just to unplug. You know, what I really mean by that is I want about two days. And after that, yeah. I start going crazy. I start going crazy. And I, know, I always know where you are in life by the, the volume of texts that I receive from you. <laughs> like when, when I start getting texts about the playoffs or, you know, the NBA playoffs or Trevor Lawrence or, uh, you know, you, you name it. I like, yep, he's had enough. He's, he's ready to I'm uh, stir crazy. He, Needs to do a little mind dump on the radio. That's right. That's exactly that's what correct. Is. Yeah, that's it. Qua so, hey, Quackenbush has been gone for a week. There is no telling what's happening noon to three today. It, it, it's going to be like an auctioneer <laughs> for three solid hours. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, I look forward to listening. I'll be listening on the drive home afterwards and then uh, probably hit the pool as soon as I get uh, back home in the neighborhood and hang out with the family for a little bit, do do some of those things. But it'll be good to be here all week because I, I don't know what you and I can get into over the course of the next five days. We, we haven't had this kind of run. I mean, even going back more than a year, our schedules were so sporadic. I, I don't know that you and I ever hosted five straight shows for three consecutive hours over the course of a given week. It's been so a while. It, it's been a while. And I mean, you, you may have to go back even further than that. I mean, I, I was thinking driving in, and I always do this. I get nostalgic or I reflective this time of year. It's just what I do. But I was thinking, you know, what, what were Ben and I doing like 10 years ago? And we were hosting another show at another radio station. And it seems like just yesterday... But in reality, it's a decade ago, which I, and, and I'm just looking around. I'm like, what, what's happened to the time? Where's the time gone? I don't even know. I, how do we get this old? Where? What's going on here? Right? Do you what? What was the the last year the uh, the Mavericks won the world? Was that 2011? Was the only year that they did it. 2011. They did it that year. That yeah. popped up on my Facebook timeline the other day, with you and I wearing, uh, or. Uh, yeah, no, you you had brought me a Dallas Mavericks shirt back from from the finals, one of the finals games, <laughs> and I had to wear it in the studio, and that popped up and like that was just like what a, what a great moment that was just like time. two years ago, right? Right? No, 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 no. It's seven years ago, brother. Seven years ago. That's how long ago that was. And the Mavericks haven't been relevant since. Yeah, pretty much. 
It is what it is. 654-ROAR is our phone number. Coming up on the show today, 1105. I, I figured why not? I, I don't know any better. I, we're going to party like it's 2014 today. If I just throw that out there, and I'm telling you we got a guest coming on at 1105. I, I, we, we haven't even talked about it. I, I'm just curious if you can figure out who it may be. Who do you think would be joining us at 1105 today? Uh, Daniel Shirley. Not D. Chisel. Not no. D. Chisel. He's still, he comes on the station a good bit now. Oh, yeah, every week. Yeah, we uh, may we, have him on later on this we, week. We love Daniel. Who, who would be... Our favorite, most controversial guest that we like to bring on. Dean Leggy. Thank the Lord above. Yes, sir. Dean freaking Leggy. If a little Dean is good, more is better. We're going to get him hot and heavy at 11.05 today because why not? Oh, man. I bet he is in rare form after George's run last year. Dean has a little edge, has a little back to what he's saying now. Oh, yes. Feeling good about the upcoming season. Oh, this is... I'm excited Does already. that make you happy? Does that, that put a smile on your face? I, I want to talk some Clemson football today. We'll talk about the dogs. We'll talk about them dogs coming up with Dean Leggy in about two hours from now. Dean just happened to call me last night. I, I'm sitting there. We're watching Back to the Future 2 on Father's Day last night, hanging out on the couch. And my you know, my phone, I, I never have the ringer on, which I probably should, but I never have it on. It just flashed for a second. I look down. I'm like, somebody call me? Did I get a text? What's happening? And sure enough, I had a missed call from Dean Leggy. And I said, you know, this is, this is just fake right now this is destiny that we need to get him on the show this week and in fact we're going to do it right out of the gate uh coming up on monday so i i sent him a text he was like hey just trying to check in i was like you know what i'm hosting the show this week you, you want to come on with us he was like sure just give me a call his edginess though i i think will be on display front and center because think about it we had him on the show for all those years at the end of the mark Richt era where they were good but not great finally now they're great and I don't think Georgia's going anywhere. Zach and I talked about this last week, and this is something I think you pay a special attention to if you are a fan of Clemson. You look at what Georgia's doing, what Florida's doing, what Tennessee is doing, or what they're not doing. And, you know, I don't want to say it makes things harder or easier because you've built your own brand here, but if those programs aren't as good, eh, perhaps it's a little easier to go down to the Sunshine State or to go to other places and have success. Now, it's different now because Clemson's been so good. But... Uh, you know, Dean was mediocre for a while. Georgia was mediocre for a while. Now they're better. And now this Clemson-Georgia rivalry thing could be potentially heating up again off, on the recruiting trail, on the field at some point. And so now that Dean's had this level of success and his team was one play away from winning the national championship, you got to think he's going to be uh, a little edgier perhaps than ever before. And so to me, that translates into uh, great radio when we have on an edgy Dean Leggy. Now it's the middle of summer, so maybe he's not as much, but when he called me last night, I'm like, we got to have him on the show. And so what I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. We're gonna have him on. Well, and he can, he can finally be on the air without having to make excuses for Mark Rick. That has to be refreshing if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan or cover them in any way, shape or form. Do you remember when we had Mark Rick on the show? I, I think you, it was you and me that yes. day. This was <clears throat> this was the summer of 2014. And that's what today I think is going to feel like. I think that's what this week is going to feel like. But we had Mark on the show. And you kind of know going in, Dean used to coach me up before we would have Mark on. And I would say, hey, I need one good question from you to ask Mark that's going to get him talking a little bit more. Because if you bring Mark Rick on your program and you start asking him about 
the second string quarterback position. You start talking about position battles with Mark Rick. He's going to put all of us asleep because a he doesn't want to tell you. B he's not interested in being on your show. And C the last thing he really wants to talk about when he's on a radio show, even if it's sports talk, is is football. Like he would rather talk about other things. So I would have. Dean kind of prepped me for a good question to, to ask Mark, and then maybe we talk a little ball. We had Mark on Mark Richt on the program, and I asked him a couple of softball questions about his kids that he's adopted from the Ukraine and those kinds of things. And then I go into Deshaun Watts. I say, Mark, I know you've been asked about this before, but you know, Deshaun's right there in your backyard. Did you guys identify him? Did you recruit him? What are your thoughts on maybe how often you're going to see him in this game? Because remember, that was Deshaun's first game in Athens. That was the first time he played. Right. Chad Morris had already stipulated he was going to get playing time, significant reps in that game. And I said, Mark, you know, what did you think about Deshaun? He's like, well, you know, we probably got on him a little bit late, Roy had been. But we like our guy that we have, and we kind of identified him early in the process, and we think he's going to be a star. And for those who don't remember who he was talking about at the time, it was it was Bryce Ramsey. And, <laughs> Sorry, I mean Bryce, good good player, good 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 punter, good dude. It just never quite quite really happened. So we'll talk about that. We'll have Dean on in about two hours from now, and we'll get to your phone call six five four seven six two seven. Going to talk some Clemson football, talk about the U.S. Open this week, the College World Series, everything that went down, all that and more coming up. It's summertime, so make your living easy. Don't let the outside stay in. Get a clean like no other with Zero Res. Zero Res carpet and air duct cleaning make the insanely clean carpets. No one else can clean like Zero Res because they use powered water and leave no residue behind. Mention my name, Mickey Plowler, and receive three rooms for only $129 and a free hallway. Call 864-558-7300 or visit ZeroResGreenville.com to make your appointment. Zero Res, spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. Ready to go off-road? For the month of June, Yokohama is offering customers two great ways to save on a set of Geolander MTG-003 tires. Stop by the Pendleton Tire Company and purchase a set of four or five Yokohama Geolander MTG-003 tires and get a Visa prepaid card by mail. Up to $125. Call Joey or Zach today at 646-3694 and check them out at PendletonTire.com. No one plans a plumbing problem. Lucky for you, Roto-Rooter is there 24-7, 365. Just like they have been for over 30 years. Locally owned by proud Clemson alumni. They'll handle anything. Plumbing inside or out, home or business, from sinks to disposals to septic tanks. They are the experts. Serving the upstate and western North Carolina. Call 288-7686 or online at rotorooter.com. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And the weight troubles down the drain. Would you pay $18 for a loaf of bread? Crazy, right? But many people are paying much more than they should with their high-interest credit card debt, more than 17% APR. Now there's a way to lower that rate and save money with Lightstream. With Lightstream, you can consolidate your credit card debt into one low-interest loan and pay as little as 5.89% APR with AutoPay. Plus, right now, radio listeners get an additional rate discount. Just go to lightstream.com slash radio. You could save hundreds to thousands of dollars in interest. And with Lightstream's Rate Beat program, you'll get the most competitive rate because Lightstream will beat any lender's qualifying rate. With Lightstream's Rate Beat program, there's no reason to shop around. You know you're getting the most competitive rate and your very best savings. 
Apply today at lightstream.com slash radio and get an additional interest rate discount. That's lightstream.com slash radio. Lightstream.com slash radio. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.50% auto pay discount. Available only when you select auto pay prior to loan funding. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com for important information about our rate beat program, same day funding, and limits on Lightstream loans. It's the Sea Do Ready to Ride sales event at Foothills Motorsports. Ride into your next adventure with the revolutionary performance of a Sea-Doo watercraft. And for a limited time, receive a rebate of up to $1,000 on 2017 models or up to three-year coverage on 2018 models. Escape the everyday starting at $53.99 at Foothills Motorsports in Piedmont, South Carolina. Offer ends July 5th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer details. With over 8,000 certified pre-owned vehicles in their network, Henrik Honda Easley is ready to help you buy your next vehicle that will exceed your expectations. All their vehicles come with a warranty and your first maintenance included, and they even review repair orders with you to show they truly stand behind their product. Henrik Honda Easley wants you and your family to have a safe, reliable vehicle that you tell all your friends about. Check out their inventory at HenrikHondaSC.com. Again, that's HenrikHondaSC.com. Ready SC, in cooperation with Tri-County Technical College, is assisting with your recruitment and training for RBC Aero Structures. RBC Aero Structures is currently seeking first and second shift machinists and painters, second shift assembly technicians, and first shift customer service reps. Positions are immediately available for their Westminster facility. For job requirements and to apply online, visit sctechjobs.com. RBC Aero Structures is an equal opportunity employer. This is not a good idea. Sorry, Goose, but it's time to buzz the tower. Here's Brad Sinka and Ben Milstead. This week, Roy Philpott will be filling in for Brad Sinka on the Press Box. Where are you on the uh, Top Gun there, Philpott? I, I think I know a lot about you. Where are you on Top Gun? Wait, do, do I even want to know this on a Monday? When knowing we got to work together the rest of the week, I'm not sure the right answer here. I, I do the right thing, Roy. Do the right thing. Um, <clears throat> I hated the movie when it came out, and I want to tell you it was one of those things where I was forced to go to it, and I thought I was going to another movie. This is like '86, so I, you would have right, been you'd have been I was like young, twelve or something. I, I, right? I, I want to say I was ten or eleven when it came out. Yeah, see, so you you weren't old enough to appreciate it. You were still in cartoons. I kind of was, and I was led to believe we we're going to another movie. This is when I lived in Columbia. I grew up in Columbia, and, and so I was bitter watching it. Like it was almost like I was doing something against my will. And so I watched it. I didn't enjoy it, and I probably didn't see it again for another twenty years. The second time I saw it, I enjoyed it much more. If it's on and it's like one of the only things on, I, I will watch it. And, you know, it, it it's a little over the top at times. It gets emotional at the end. I can stomach it. I, I enjoy it. Is it something that I actively look forward to, like Wedding Crashers or Old School or one of these, the Hangover movies? Not really. It, you, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't mind it. It's just not at the top of the Philpot movie list. Mm. Is that okay? I, I know that you and Brad love it. I, I listened to your show one day where yeah. all the rejoins came back and it sounded like we were in 1986 all over again and it was a Top Gun love fest. 
I recognize they're coming out with the sequel. I saw Tom Cruise's little tweet. That's a weird dude. Tom Cruise yeah. strikes me as a little weird, and that that also kind of takes away from it a little bit. Is that okay? Well, if we were going to not watch movies of weird dudes, we wouldn't be watching anything. That's, so that's correct. Pretty much everybody. Yeah, that's correct. That Holly Holly weird. Hollywood is very strange. I, oh. There was a good. There, there was a guy I worked with who you would know and who everybody would know. I worked with him in basketball, and his son tried to be an actor, like legitimately tried to be an actor. For about three or four years out west, moved to Hollywood, did the whole thing. And the, his father, very famous and a pro basketball player, had connections out there to, to try to hook him up, you know, with different people to try right. to to try to mentor him. And so a, a long story made short, he knew Adam Sandler and he said, you know what, you go, I'm going to set you up with Adam Sandler. You go talk to him. And you you let him kind of guide you. And so sure enough, they all met with Adam Sandler out at his Hollywood mansion. And some of the stories that Adam told him about what it takes to even get a chance in Hollywood were some of the most disgusting stories I've ever heard. It's a, it, 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 it's a weird deal. It's a weird deal out there. And I'll just leave it at that. But it was it, it's one of the tougher things I've ever had to listen to. It was tough to stomach just to listen to it. We, you know, my youngest son is very interested in acting and we have a friend who has a daughter who's been in some HBO movies and things like that and worked with some good people. And we, uh, we did some investigating too, and we were told similar stories. Okay. So, you know, that, yeah, we were. So all of these stories that we hear of actors doing different things and now charges being filed, none of that surprises me. We'll just leave it at that. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Six five four seven six two seven. The phone number seventy five days and counting until the start of Clemson football. Very much looking forward to that. I mentioned this briefly last week. I probably won't get into it a ton today. I love all the hype surrounding the program. I, I love all of the branding that's occurred. You remember we started talking about that word a long, long time ago and how important it was then. I think we all recognize how critical it is now in, in this world that we live in with social media and the craziness that occurs 24-7 and everything's right there at your fingertips. Perception is reality and the brand of Clemson football is off the charts. We have a player up at Syracuse that just beat testicular cancer yesterday and he said, beating cancer is like beating Clemson. If that's not a testament to the brand, I don't know what is. That's one of the most amazing comments that I've ever heard, right? I mean, that, it, you saw that. It was just Wow, that's where we are right now as a football program. I, I did. I went through the full range of emotions when I read that this weekend. I didn't know how to take it at first. And I came back to this is the ultimate compliment coming from a young man who hasn't had a lot of opportunity for ups and downs in his life, but he's had a huge downer in having cancer, mm. but a huge up in beating it. And then also beating beating Clemson. And, you know, I, I was there when Syracuse beat Clemson. And in a strange way, I mean, and, I, and obviously I felt horrible that Clemson had lost that game. But in a strange way, and I feel bad admitting this, I, I almost, I, I could appreciate the emotion that those people were feeling. And by those people, I mean people who had never won anything. You know, I mean, let's face it, it's Syracuse football. And the people who were there don't remember the glory days of Syracuse football that that one year way back when. Um, so I, I like I, I was not happy for them, 
But I'm like, yeah, you know what? I know what they're feeling. This is a one-time thing. And it was a it was a huge deal. I mean, it was a huge deal. Uh, it biggest biggest of that program. I mean, one of the biggest moments ever in that program's history. No doubt, according about to it. them. No doubt about it. So, so I kind of understood it coming from someone in their twenties, early twenties, like that. It makes sense. It makes sense. But that, that speaks volumes about the branding to where you're compared to something like that. And I heard it the first time, and I kind of did a double take. I'm like, is, is that even okay to say? Right. What, what does that mean? You know, we're talking about being politically correct, and we're 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 more sensitive, more 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 in tune with all these major issues, and rightfully so. But I was like, is that is that even okay to say? But yeah, that speaks to the overall branding. And then bringing it back full circle, I'll give you a story uh, on, on Clemson Syracuse too. I mentioned last week going into this season, uh, the expectations are obviously higher than they ever have been. None of us could have forecasted a year ago that Wilkins, Farrell, uh, Austin Bright, that everybody would end up coming back in, in this vaunted, this, this, this supremely talented front four. And so uh, Phil Steele has now written about it. People are talking about it where this is the best defensive front in Clemson football, in in the history of Clemson football, the best defensive line in college football. I've read some reports that suggest this is going to be the most talented defensive line in the history of college football. And the branding has been built up so high. And now with the return of all these players, like one of my concerns, you know how cautious I get when it comes to this, is that... Well, the expectations have been built up to this incredible amount, to this incredible level. There's no way they can live up to it. And when does Clemson football play its best? When it doesn't have that, when it feels a little chippy. And I'm not going to turn this show into that because we did that for probably a solid hour last week when I was filling in for Quack and Kelly. But that's that's one of the things I think about this time of year. Trap games, of course. And can the program play its best when it's expected to be at its best? And for the most part, that's exactly what it's done. But in this era of Clemson football, the golden years, prime time, the expectations are right now, if you don't go to the playoff, it's a massive disappointment. A 10-2 and season, even with an ACC championship without a playoff victory, people are going to walk away with their hands in their pockets saying, what's wrong? Think about that for a second. As crazy as that sounds, and for all that we know in the rest of our lifetimes, we may never get back to this point again. But in a sense, we kind of take it for granted because the the level of play has just been off the charts, even minus Deshaun and Wayne Gallman and minus all the offensive talent from the national championship team. They still go back to the playoff with a first-year starter at quarterback. And yet now, I wonder, and I think out loud about it for two and a half seconds with the expectations so crazy, can this team keep its edge and its sharpness about it? this coming season, but the branding is uh, is obviously off the charts. I, that's just me being me. That's me That's me being cautious and, and playing all the cards I like to play on this show. It's another one of those words that when I hear it, I think of you. Branding. Branding? I mean, oh. you have a vanity tag on the back of your car that says brand. <laughs> like, that's my guy. Well, right well you got to have your brand. you got to know what, yep. what your identity is. And you have heard a lot about that around these parts in the last year or two. Because it has become such a popular brand and it is a nationwide, dare I say, worldwide brand now where, you know, the Paul, what listening to a national show the other day and they're talking about people who need to change their logos on helmets and things like that to be more recognizable, more identifiable. The Clemson Paul was one of the brands that they said, you don't 
you don't touch that actual logo because now everybody knows what it is. And I would have to agree with that. It is it part of that has been the play on the field and part of that has been just how Clemson has come so far in with Jonathan Gann and the video department and how they push out content and they just uh they do they take every opportunity opportunity to promote the brand. They really do. And the Paul, as simplistic as it may be, or as simplistic as it may sound, is identifiable, readily identifiable with Clemson football. And when you see it, you know exactly what it represents. It's trademarked. That's one of the reasons that they trademarked it way back when to make sure nobody else can duplicate it. I mean, even high school programs, they try to to emulate it in Alaska or some other places. And you can't have that Paul the way that it's oriented with Clemson football and you can't duplicate it somewhere else. It's illegal to do so. Um, it, it means a lot. It certainly means a lot. I have a lot of brand questions for you. Oh, I like that. So, well, so we'll get to that coming we'll get up. Those, get those here in a minute. Six five four seven six two seven. The Northland Communication phone lines are open. Mike in Greenville up with us first this morning. Hey, Mike. Roy, good morning. All right. Are you working or are you on vacation or is it a little bit of both? Uh, I am on vacation. And to me, coming into the studio, it's like I'm on vacation again. If It's not like work, right? I just come in here and talk for a couple hours and talk about sports. I love doing that. He's not getting paid, Mike, so we're going to call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> not even tips. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, I enjoy having you come back on. I was, uh, man, I was, the day, day that was your last day was. Oh, wow. I was thinking, God, Marty, gosh, we'll ever <clears throat> hear him again. Who knows, maybe when Mr. Munson retires, maybe you can come back. Mother, you know, uh, Mama's going to be calling you, I guess. So, maybe. Who knows? You, you, you never know, Mike. You, you, I, I've learned to say that in never life know. and in sports and in all aspects of everything. You never know and you never say never. I got gotcha. you. I'm going to tell you a branding story. Okay. Uh, I called in uh, to Mickey's show a couple weeks about this, but I, I'm in sales, um, and I was fortunate enough with my company to, to win a uh, reward trip with a group of our folks, and we went out to Carmel, California, to, to a real nice resort out there. So as a part of this, this reward trip, uh, you know, we get a we get a little money to spend so the wife can go buy some clothes and different things like that. And instead of clothes, I upgraded my my golf paraphernalia. So I bought some new Clemson shirts. I bought a new Clemson bag. I bought some Clemson head covers. I, I did I did it right. So <clears throat> I get out there to Carmel, and the president of the company comes up. And we were going to play at Spyglass in Spanish Bay. Mm. The president of the company comes up to me when I'm checking in and says, Mike, we've had a slight change in our schedule. Instead of uh, 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 Spanish Bay, we're going to be playing Pebble Beach. Oh, wow. Wow. And, you know, it's four ninety five a green fee to play Pebble Beach. And I- I'm going to tell you, it was the most perfect day. It was 60, 70 degrees. And on the, the holes on the on the peninsula, it was you know a little cooler with the wind coming in. It was beautiful, but man, I got to tell you, the moment we pulled up and I set that Clemson bag on the rack, 
I, I had the guy driving the shuttle. He said, you went to Clemson? I said, yeah, I did. I, I, he said, when did you go? I said, well, I, I, I went in the late 70s. I said, uh, uh, I was fortunate enough to, to play for Coach Ford and Coach Pell. I was a, I was a crawl on, but I said, hey, I got to run down the hill a couple of times. Uh, I got to run down the hill three times. It was a great honor and all that kind of good stuff. So, <clears throat> And so I thought that was pretty neat. And then we then we go handle the driving range, and then we they shuttle you to the driving range, and they shuttle you back to the main clubhouse. And so I'm, I'm getting ready to, you know, we're in line to tee off. And, and I'm not I'm not kidding you. I had three or four strangers come up to me and said, "Hey, I, I, we got some good friends that are Clemson fans, and they've invited us to come to a game this year." And and then another time, somebody said, "Hey, you know, we had a Clemson graduate that was working here last year uh, during the summer, and it was just amazing how even at Pebble Beach, even on the golf course, people were coming up to me." Now, now I'll tell you, I, I did it right on number on number seven, that par three. I, I put a Titleist with a Tiger ball on the right side of the ocean. I put a Titleist with a Tiger ball on the left side of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I peppered it, baby. I peppered it, but I, I did put it in the front left bunker. But I put my share of golf balls out in the ocean, the Peninsula, Carmel Bay. But, but anyway, the point I'm trying to get to is that the brand has never been stronger and i know in your travels i'm sure a lot of your colleagues know that you're a clemson alumni and i'm sure they probably pull you off to the side and say, hey tell me kind of what, what's go, what's the real inside scoop about oh clemson. yes oh it, yes it, it's incredible the yes, brand is. is incredible incredible mike you're all over brother thank you for the story today we appreciate you sure thing thanks mike checking in and that speaks volumes about the power, as Dabo likes to say, of the Paul and of the brand right now. It's never been better. It's never been higher. It's never been more elite. I have some follow-up questions for you on the other side from that. But I did get to visit Pebble Beach when Clemson basketball was out there. Didn't play. Yeah. But went into the clubhouse and uh, saw some of the course. And it was – saw it walk the beach. Saw it from the, uh, from the beach side. Well, you can't really see it because, you know, it's up on the cliff. But – Walked the beach and then went to the clubhouse. Unbelievable place. U.S. Open to be there next year. Cannot wait. Anything's better than what we saw this weekend. We'll talk more about it coming up on the text line. I wore my Clemson stuff to a Mariners game a couple of months ago. Got a bunch of Go Tigers. Happens to me all the time in my travels as well. That coming from Tammy and Seneca in the 864. Much more here on our first hour after this. If you are thinking about buying or selling a home or a place to start a new business, or you need some acreage, then you need to call Coldwell Banker Hugh Durham and Associates. Hugh Durham has been in business for over 45 years, a member of IPTA for 54 years, and he has the same dedication to Clemson Athletics as he has to his business. Put the dedicated and experienced experts to work for you. Call Coldwell Banker Hugh Durham at 225-3788 or online at cbhdpros.com and get ready to be treated like family. Save money, save energy, and save the planet by riding the Cat Bus. Because Cat Bus is fare-free, and because gas prices are rising again, you save money. Because Cat Bus enables all of us to drive less, we're saving energy. And because Cat Bus enables us to collectively conserve natural resources and reduce CO2 emissions, we're helping save the planet. Download the Cat Bus app today and find out more at catbus.com. Save money, save energy, and save the planet by riding the Cat Bus. 
With summer here, shouldn't you look as hot as a burger on the grill? If you want to look and feel as hot as noon on a summer day in the South, call Urban Nirvana. With the best stylists around, you'll get the kind of pampering you deserve, and the day spa will have you feeling as cool as a cucumber. And being able to buy a gift certificate online is better than a splash in the pool. Log on to UrbanNirvana.com, buy your gift certificate, and print it right from your own computer. Urban Nirvana, Mag B Station in downtown Greenville. Fort Knox Climate Storage of SC, now offering exclusive pricing for listeners. 10 by 10 dry storage units, $50 per month. 10 by 15 units, $60 per month. Roomy 10 by 20 units, $80 per month. Lowest price of the year on climate control storage units. Summer cleaning, moving, need more space in your home or garage? Store your stuff with confidence. Call 502-0099 today and mention the roar to lock in your offer. Fort Knox Storage, where top-notch security is the standard. Go Tigers! Save big right now at Anderson Ford on Clemson Boulevard, like a 2018 Ford Edge. Payments as low as $349 a month or just $11 a day and zero down. Or 0% financing for 60 months and $2,500 rebate. 2018 Ford Edge at Anderson Ford, 3900 Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. Online at AndersonFordSC.com. See dealer for complete details. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 800-834-4690. 800-834-4690. That's 800-834-4690. Unfiled tax returns, payroll tax problems, IRS levies, liens, garnishments, audits. Call the local lawyer who looks out for you and will get the result you deserve. David Green at the Green Law Firm. Call for a free strategy session at 271-7940. The Press Box with Brad and Ben on WCCB 105.5 The Roar. How could you have such horrible instincts and survive this long? And now, Brad Sinkin and Ben Milstead. I got a woman. This week, Roy Philpott will be filling in for Brad Sinkoff on the Press Box. I like the big voice saying that because I don't even have to say anything. I just come back and we just go right back into it. You know, I just figured I would avoid all the questions. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to do it. That happens, right? And for you, people are like, oh, he's coming back. Or no, we, we, we don't know what's happening. Yeah, well, you know, you have people getting in and out of the car. You yeah. have bits and pieces of shows and those are how rumors get started folks i understand that the best part about doing a radio show this time of year and it's not that nobody listens people do but just comparatively speaking i feel like i could say just about anything and it's okay because it's not the heart of football season where everybody's just on edge and every single week oh my god this is a must win and you know all the pictures i used to paint here trap game there's trap games this year And, you know, just anything that you would say in the course of the regular season or during the championship run 
uh, people tend to get carried away with it. But like, you know, this time of year, maybe not as much. And you can kind of say some more stuff and kind of go different directions and kind of see what sticks and see where where you go. But we're talking about the brand. Dabo likes to call it the power of the paw. It's never been higher. I, I remember growing up in the 1980s. And when I first became a fan, remember, I grew up in Columbia. So we would go to South Carolina games. We'd go to Clemson games. Sometimes we would do the double dip. We'd go to the Clemson game that would kick off, let's say, at noon. And then South Carolina generally played at night, especially early in the season. So we would drive from Columbia up to Death Valley, then come back to williams Price, and we'd take in two games. That's awesome, by the way. It was I've really never, slick. I've never been able to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. And everybody, I guess, had a lot more energy back then because I don't know that I could do that now at my family's ages then, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I, I became a true Clemson fan going to my first game around 84, 85 in Death Valley. I was at a Clemson Carolina game down in Columbia. I want to say earlier than that, but I don't really remember it other than just seeing a couple of pictures where I look funny. But starting around 85, 86, I, I realized how good things were then here. And then around 87, 88, 89, every year I would get so excited for the start of the season because it felt like the team had a chance to win a national championship. And I wasn't old enough in 81 to remember the national title run then. I didn't know. I didn't care. I was six. When it felt like they were close to doing it again, I would be so excited until the first loss of the season because back then you kind of had to go 11-0 and to make the Orange Bowl, to make the national championship game, just to make it work. In all those years, they would start fast and then lose to a team maybe they probably shouldn't have lost to. Uh, Duke, when Steve Spurrier was the head coach, comes to mind. Georgia Tech came in on homecoming one year, got up big, and I think DeShane Cameron came in. They tried to throw it all over the yard. They couldn't quite complete the comeback, although they came very close, but they lost. Or NC State and Mike O'Kane, they would find a way, or I guess it was Dick Sheridan back then. It was Dick Sheridan. Dick Sheridan was the head coach, and there was like three straight years where Clemson won the ACC championship but couldn't beat NC State, and it really didn't matter. Or, I mean, it really made no sense as to why they, why they lost those games. But that, that, those whole years, that, those, those stretch runs, they were 10-2 and two all those seasons, and they would beat somebody really big in a bowl game, but they couldn't compete for a national championship. And, and at the time, I didn't know any better. I was 10, 11, 12, 13. And I'm like, well, this is how it's going to be my entire life. I'm going to go to Clemson. They're going to win a national championship when I'm there. And this thing's just going to keep on rolling. I didn't know. Those were the glory days. Those were the the incredible years where they were really, really good and they were knocking on the front door, but they couldn't quite break it down. And I was too young when they actually did break it down in the early 80s. And then there was probation and a brief hiatus. But I enrolled at Clemson in 93. I'm thinking, man, Tommy West is going to turn this thing around. He's <laughs> taking over for Ken Hatfield. He's, it's going to be Danny Ford all over again. And it took like 20 years to get back to where they were. And when they got back to where they were, they were actually better than where they were back in the late 80s. And now they're at this pinnacle, at this this peak, and you're just hoping that it, it, it stays there. But there's no guarantee that it will, even though I think that it will. I thought the same thing in 89. And it right, it just, the recruiting tailed off. Ken Hatfield came in. He was a good dude, but he couldn't recruit. So... The brand was good then. The facilities we thought were good then. Now it's at an entire different level. And now in my lifetime, Ben, in the rest of your life, it may not ever be this good. And Dabo loves to say the best is yet to come. And we all believe him because everything he says, I mean, he's, you know, he, he everything he says comes to fruition. 
And I believe that. And I like to even apply that to my own life. But I mean, there's, there's no guarantees, right? There's no guarantees, but it does sort of feel like right now that the best might still be yet to come Ooh, right here. Man, but, I hope so. But you know, it's funny that you mentioned that like with 89 and I think like uh, 2008 and other seasons where you're really optimistic about going into the season. Like, man, you got might have a chance this year. It wasn't until this stretch here that I've realized how really how far away they were back then. Oh, mama. It takes so much more yeah. to get there than I could have ever imagined. I laugh at myself previewing the 2008 season here <laughs> thinking that they had a chance to win a championship. I know. Me too. Uh, what a what an idiot I was. And now when you see actually what it takes, it makes you appreciate the branding that much more. 654-7627 on the Northland uh, communication phone lines. Let's let's go back and get a couple of calls in while we can. Toby and Anderson joins us next. Hey, Toby. What's going on, Mr. Philpott? How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. We hope you are. Yes, sir. Blessed every day. Hey, I've got a quick branding story. You know, uh, this coming up Sunday in Atlanta at SunTrust Park is Clemson Tiger Day at the ball at the Atlanta Braves game. So. You know how hot it is in Atlanta in the summertime for a ball game, and I was dreading going. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go because the hat, the the hat that they're giving with the package is a is a fitted hat, purple, lowercase a, outlined in orange and white and purple with a tiger paw on the side. Oh wow! And that's yes. the only reason why I really wanted to go. Wow! And so it's sold out, by the way. Ago, <laughs> yeah, called two weeks ago. Every package from seventy one dollars all the way down to twenty two dollars is sold out. He said they had such a big turnout, phone call, internet sales, and all that that he said they're probably gonna have to do it either two or three more times before the year's over. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> that is fantastic, Toby. I, I had no idea that they were doing that, but think about it. Atlanta's a hotbed, a melting pot of college football fans. There's there's plenty of Clemson fans or graduates or both down in the ATL right now. I mean, that makes perfect sense, Toby. Yeah, I mean, we were just going to make a weekend out of it, go down early Saturday morning, hit, you know, World of Coca-Cola, the varsity, and everything, and then get up Sunday morning and go to the game, but... I guess I'll have to wait, but you know, to me, that just shows how big the Tiger Paw is right now for it to sell out that many packages. And and he said it sold out like less than three weeks. Amazing, amazing, Toby. Thanks for that story. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Y'all have a great day. And what a, just the the Braves marketing department? Absolute geniuses to do that, right? I mean, yeah. you're going to get a packed house full of Clemson fans and celebrate what's happened here down there and you, you're going to make more money in the meantime okay that's that sounds pretty good i tried to go to that game as a matter of fact and because someone had told me that that was coming i guess they do that for a few universities uh throughout the season but yeah when i saw the hat I'm like okay have a Braves hat with a tiger paw on it. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. That right really there. makes my brain explode thinking about that because that, that meshes a lot of things that I like as well. Uh, by the way, correction, your first place Atlanta Braves. Anytime that, you refer right. to the Braves. That's right. Three and a half game lead against the precious uh, star-studded Washington Nationals organization. 654-7627. Uh, Joe in the 845 up in the Empire State joins us. Hey, Joe. How you doing, boys? Very well. Hope you are too, Joe. So it's funny you're talking about the Braves. As a New Yorker, my first love was the New York Mets, of course. You know, and, and I go to I go to City Field, you know, a few years ago, 
and to see them playing blues, and I got a Clemson shirt on and a Mets hat on, and there's a lot of Braves fans at the game, and they're talking, you know, people from Atlanta, and they're coming up to me saying, you know, hey, uh, you know, we'll see you in the valley, we'll see you in the valley, and uh, you know, yeah, I go, I go down to one game a year, but you know, they, they were blown away by that fact that I live in New York and yeah. I'm a Clemson, a Clemson fan. You know, I also I think you football up here, and you know, back you know a few years ago, it wasn't that long ago where you couldn't you couldn't find a Clemson shirt or a hat in New York. You know, it was it was people didn't know what Clemson was, and now I got kids on my team that are wearing Clemson shirts to practice, and and they're and they're you know, oh yeah, I'm a Clemson fan. You're you know, ten year old kid, how do you know about Clemson? You know, but they're, it's it's everywhere up here now, and it's. It you know it it just makes me it makes me smile you know in the back of the day if you, if I saw another guy with a Clemson hat on it was, you know well, I have to talk to him but now it's everywhere you know and it's and it's really it's it's a it's kind of a, a you know it's a testament to what Dabo has done there and and how far we've come you know because you know you couldn't you couldn't walk around New York and find another Clemson man I couldn't you know and I got I got a sticker on my truck and I got. But I had people telling me, what's the pull of me? They thought it was a high school or something up here. (laughs) Joe, thank you. We appreciate uh, that intel there. And and, and listen, 654-7627, the phone number. I would go back in time five years ago. And if you're walking around in the great Northwest or in the Empire State in lower Manhattan, Los Angeles, and you've got on your Clemson gear, people, maybe somebody can identify something because, oh, yeah, you're the nice little team that beat LSU in the Peach Bowl, and nobody thought you were going to beat LSU or something. So, oh, you won the ACC, or maybe Sammy Watkins and the dreadlocks, and you, you identify bits and pieces with what Clemson is or where it's located. But most of the people thought Clemson was in North Carolina or in Tennessee or in Georgia. I didn't even know where it was. I mean, just five right. or six years ago. And then fast forward to today, and it's not only they know where it's located, they know in the part of the state that it's located, and they know what happened the last time that they played, and they know that, oh, yeah, that's a team that beat Alabama the national championship, or that's a team that, that produced Deshaun Watson, or what have you. It's like the, just in the last couple, the last three years, it, it, it has increased in value, in awareness, in perception, in recognizability, if that's even a word. A thousand fold. And, and I agree with Joe's assessment there. It, it goes back to uh, to William Christopher. It goes back to Dabo and the job that he's done in creating this behemoth, this monster, this orange and purple virus spreading throughout the country. The last time I was in New York with Clemson basketball for the when they were in the NIT finals, I was that 10 years ago, I guess. Wow. Wearing a, a Clemson uh, shirt on in Times Square. And, and a man says to me, are you a Tigger fan? I'm like, oh, a what? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm a Tiger fan. What? He, said, he said, no, Tigger. Like, no, Tiger. He's like, no, that's Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, right? <laughs> like, what? Oh, my God. Okay. Fast forward. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fast forward to, uh, a uh, you know, just a few short months ago there with for the ACC tournament. Munson and I go to the Liberty on West 35th which is the, now the Clemson bar in New York. Everybody knows who Clemson is. The waitress tells us about being there for the national championship and how people are standing in the streets trying to see the TVs through the windows. 
just an unbelievable uh, picture that she painted. Yeah, it's come a long, long way. People thought you were a cartoon character before the brand was built to this level yes. that we have seen today. Think about that. Allow that to resonate during this next break. And a reminder, DeanLeggyDogPost.com coming up in about an hour from now. More branding, uh, more behind the scenes on some stuff. We're going to talk some more Clemson football as well. Right after this, stay tuned. Safely in the Priority One Studios, we are